You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. You can make money the hard way becoming a bullfighter or save money the easy way with Xfinity Mobile. It sure beats making money as a human cannonball. Now through March 21st, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of unlimited intro for a year when they buy one unlimited line. That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduced speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. So you look at the new top 25 AP college football poll. Tennessee moved into a tie with Ohio State for number two in the new poll. And it sets you up for a number one versus number two matchup with top-ranked Georgia next weekend between the Hedges in Athens at Sanford Stadium, home of the Bulldogs. Oh, oh, oh. Georgia-Tennessee will be the 25th regular season game matching the top two teams in the AP poll in the country and the third straight involving SEC teams. Neither team has ever played in a 1-2 game in the regular season. Georgia's still number one for the fourth straight week. They got 30 first-place votes and 1,528 points overall. The Vols moved up a spot. They got 18 first-place votes and 1,500 points to match the Buckeyes. Ohio State got 15 first-place votes after their win at Penn State, 44-31 over the Nittany Lions on Saturday. Of course, Tennessee blew out Kentucky at Neyland Stadium, 44-6. Tennessee hasn't been ranked this high since it was number two back in 2001, a season when they finished fourth overall. Michigan is number four, Clemson number five, Alabama six. TCU is 7th, and Oregon is 8th. They all held their spots from the previous week. USC moved up a spot to ninth, and number 10 UCLA gave the Pac-12 three teams in the top 10 for the first time since 2016. The last time both LA schools were in the top 10 was September of 2015. You know, the first college football playoff rankings will be released later tonight. The last time the one and two regular season uh, games involved Alabama and LSU playing each other. The Tigers were number one in 2019 when they beat the second ranked Tide in Tuscaloosa on the way to an SEC title and a national championship, of course, with Joe Burrow. In 2011, the top-ranked Tigers won at number two Alabama in overtime 
And then the two rivals played again in the BCS National Championship game. The Tide won the rematch and finished the season number one. Since 1936, including postseason games, it'll be the 53rd time you have the AP's number one and number two hooking up. So you got new teams in the top 25 this week. How about number 23, Liberty, ranked for the first time since 2020 when the Flames were ranked for eight weeks and got up to number 17 in the final poll of the season. At 24, you got Oregon State. They become the latest school to snap a long streak of not being in the rankings. The Beavs had not been ranked since they were number 25 in 2013 in the preseason. They had not been ranked in the regular season since 2012 when they finished 20th. Rutgers has the longest top 25 drought dating back to 2012. Vandy is next behind them. The Commodores haven't been ranked since 2013. Number 25 UCF is ranked for the first time since September of 2020. They had the big win over Cincinnati down in Orlando on Saturday. Falling out, how about Kentucky and South Carolina? Bye-bye. They're out of the poll after they had their third losses each of this season. The Gamecocks are out after being in for one week. The Wildcats are unranked for the first time this season. Cincinnati's also gone after losing to UCF. So the mighty have fallen, and you knew it was inevitable. Now let's look at the conferences where they stack. SEC has five teams ranked. Numbers 1, 2, 6, 11, and 15. The ACC has five. Numbers 5, 17, 20, 21, and 22. The Pac-12 has five. Numbers 8, 9, 10, 12, and 24. The Big Ten has four teams ranked. Numbers 2, 4, 14, and 16. The Big 12 has three teams ranked. Numbers 7, 13, and 18. The American Conference has two teams. Numbers 19 and 25. And you got one independent ranked 23rd. So we've got ranked games against ranked teams this week. Number six, Alabama at number 15, LSU in Baton Rouge. First matchup for the Tide and Tigers since that 2019 number one versus number two game. And then you got number 20, Wake Forest, after getting pummeled at Louisville. Now they go to Raleigh to take on in-state rival NC State, ranked 21st. For the second straight year, the Deacons and Wolfpack will meet as ranked teams. Some other business in regards to the top 25. I always love to go down the list so you get it straight from 25 to 1. UCF 25, Oregon State 24, Liberty 23, Syracuse 22, NC State 21, and Wake is 20th. Then it's Tulane 19, Oklahoma State 18, North Carolina 17, Penn State 16, LSU is 15th. Then Illinois at 14, K-State 13, Utah 12, Old Miss is 11th, UCLA 10, USC 9. How about that? Oregon's 8, TCU 7, Bama 6, then Clemson 5, Michigan 4, a tie for 2 with Ohio State and Tennessee, and Georgia still number 1. 
How about the big deal for the Big 12? They're on the verge of extending their television contract with ESPN and Fox. The league's putting together a six-year $2.28 billion extension that gives both of these schools, all of them in the conference, a huge pay increase. The new deal, which takes hold in 25, includes ESPN having more than 60% of the games and Fox getting a big chunk as well and college basketball included in that. The overall deal uh, for the Big 12 media is expected to increase from $220 million annually to $380 million annually. That's an average increase in media-only revenue per school from $22 million to $31.7 million. The $380 million is now divided 12 ways with the additions of BYU, UCF, Cincinnati, and Houston to the conference. Most people believe that the overall per school revenue increase will go to 50 million per school starting in 25-26. It could be even bigger depending on the money that the 12-team college football playoff delivers. So the new commissioner, Brett Yormark, came in and said, we're open for business. And over the summer, he maneuvered for the league to start talking to current TV partners uh, like a year and a half before the negotiation window was set to even open. The league announced its intentions to engage on August 31st, and now they have a deal almost in place uh, a lot earlier than the Pac-12. Their deal expires at the end of next season. ESPN gets tons of games. They get the top four football picks each season and 12 of the top 20. Fox gets a strong choice among 26 football games that it has each year. ESPN will get the Big 12 football championship and the men's and women's hoop championships. Let's face it, the basketball is a huge piece of this. They had Kansas and Baylor win back-to-back national championships and Texas Tech losing in the title game in overtime in 2019. So hoops in the Big 12 is a gigantic factor. By the way, there were massive problems at that game in Jacksonville. The Jaguars, the University of Florida, and the University of Georgia condemned the anti-Semitic messages projected onto one of the jumbotrons at Bank Field on Saturday, as well as anti-Semitic banners displayed on a freeway in Jacksonville on Friday. The one of the messages on the Jumbotron was about Kanye West and his anti-Semitic rants about the Jews. And then you had uh, more of it with people putting stuff on freeway banners. The schools released a joint statement over the weekend saying, quote, we strongly condemn the anti-Semitic hate speech projected outside the bank field in Jacksonville after the Florida Georgia football game Saturday night and the other anti-Semitic messages that have appeared in Jacksonville. The University of Florida and University of Georgia together denounced these and all acts of anti-Semitism and other forms of hatred and intolerance. We're proud to be the home to strong and thriving Jewish communities at UGA and UF, and we stand together against hate. 
the Jags owner, Shad Khan, was in London playing the Broncos. He said, quote, I'm personally dismayed to learn of anti-Semitic rhetoric and messages that marred the experience Saturday at the Florida-Georgia game. I know this is not representative of our community, but it happened and it's outrageous. It's hurtful and wrong. It has to stop. I'm asking everyone to make it their mission to end the ignorance and hatred. Let's be better. The Patriots and Jets worked on a deal to run an ad airing during the Pats Jets game Sunday that condemned anti-Jewish hate speech and encouraged people who are not Jewish to speak up against anti-Semitism. This stuff is crazy. I can't even fathom that that stuff's happening at a college football game and somebody had the gall to put that on the Jumbotron. You must be absolutely nuts. How stupid are these people? Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. You can make money the hard way becoming a bullfighter or save money the easy way with Xfinity Mobile. It sure beats making money as a human cannonball. Now through March 21st, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of unlimited intro for a year when they buy one unlimited line. That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduce speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary.